Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Max O'Brien, and today is day number 151 since we came back on the air. And I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark, and I'm wondering how I got dragged back into this. Come on, Dr. Clark. I know these aren't your favorite. But Agnes took your shift on fence inspection yesterday when you wanted to do zombie observations over by the river, and this was what she asked for in return. It really ought to tell you something, Max, that the two of us keep finding reasons not to be on the air with you when you want to talk about certain subjects. I have no idea what you're talking about. Listeners, today I want to delve back into my theories of where the zombies came from. It's been a while since we had one. And we haven't missed them one bit. I'm sure that's not true. Some of you out there might remember that one of my first theories involved the idea that some sort of nuclear accident caused certain people to be kind of displaced in reality and put them into a quantum state where they couldn't be observed directly, similar to the famous Schrodinger's cat. They were both alive and dead at the same time, and we couldn't collapse the probability field, so they were zombies. Dr. Clark shot that one down pretty quickly. Not quickly enough. But I never really let the idea go. I know now that it doesn't really work that way. But let's change the idea up a bit. Stick with physics. Except now, instead of only a few people being in an altered quantum state, we're all living in a simulated reality produced by a quantum computer. Listeners, these days I make Max tell me about these things before we go in the air. It cuts down on my eye twitching when I tell him how full of it he is. I know this sounds outlandish, but keep listening. It's all downhill from here. I resent that, but I'll ignore it. The best part of this theory is that it's totally unprovable. There is literally no way for us to know whether we're in a simulation or not, because even little inconsistencies could be part of the simulation. Also, the beings running the simulation we're living in could be living in a simulation themselves. That's right, folks. It's turtles all the way down. So let's assume that we are living in a simulation. This could mean that someone is running the simulation so they can observe the zombie apocalypse and try to prevent or cure it. But I actually think something a lot more nefarious is going on. I think the simulation has been hacked and that the zombies are actually a highly sophisticated computer virus. See, listeners? I told you. But this is really good. It means that someone is probably running an antivirus program and eventually the zombies will just go away. There's even a good chance that once that happens, the reality will be rewritten so that we won't even remember it. So one day you'll tune in and we'll be a totally different show. And all the horror and sadness we've been experiencing the last few months won't even have happened. Max, didn't you lecture Alaska about false hope not long ago? This is why I hate these weird theories of yours. If you tell people that it'll all be over soon, then they might stop helping each other or even taking care of themselves. They'll just say, oh, nothing's real, and it'll all be over soon anyway, so I'm just going to sit around and do nothing until that happens. Listeners, for the record, I am absolutely not saying to do any such thing. Even if I'm right, which I've already conceded that there's no way of knowing, there's no telling when that event might happen. And people do still need help. And you do still need to take care of yourself, because we all deserve to be comfortable in the zombie apocalypse. That helps a little, but still, Max, what's the point? You can't prove or disprove this one at all, so why spend time on it? It's fun. What? You don't enjoy just letting your mind wander a little? Sure, that's how a lot of great scientific discoveries got made. But letting your mind wander completely aimlessly should be a private activity. The broadcast isn't the right place for you to just throw whatever weirdness you happen to think of out into the world. Why not? 
Everybody needs a little levity in their lives these days. I guess. I still think these are irresponsible and a huge waste of gas. I know you do, but I think it's important to keep the mind nimble. We all know being in good physical shape will help us if we need to run from zombies. But what if we need to think creatively to get out of a tough spot? Helps to think about these things to find things you might not have thought of otherwise. Besides, another part of the theory is that we're all artificial intelligences, which I like to think means that we could theoretically tap into a greater source of intellect, recall, and creative thinking, since we might not be limited by our mere brains. Well, if that happens to you, Max, let us know. In the meantime, I'm going to use my mere brain to wrap this up for the day. Listeners, be sure to let us know what you think of Max's ideas and if they're helping you. Oh, and we could use a little more gas to make up for today's ration being used on this. Hey, I came up with the extra that I was supposed to so I could pay for this. Yes, but more gas is always a good thing. True. So, for Mercury, a broadcast of hope, I'm the very real and not simulated Dr. Rosalind Clark here with Max O'Brien, who we're really not sure about. We'll be back tomorrow. Unless we're a completely different show. Sure, Max. Take care of each other.